0: It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: It is another edition of Phillies Today. I'm your host, James Seltzer. It is Monday, June the 20th. We come out to you after a loss yesterday, but a very solid weekend of baseball down in Washington. They took four of five. I can't complain. I came into this saying three of five at a minimum, four of five is what they should do. Five of five is a dream. And we actually had a chance at five of five, which, you know, seems impossible. Sweeping a five game series is hard, no matter how bad. The opponent is the Phillies won a doubleheader. They won both games of a doubleheader on Friday. The first time the Phillies had swept one doubleheader in their last 27. And it was their first nine inning doubleheader sweep since 2012 for your Philadelphia Phillies. 2012. The first time they swept the doubleheader since 2012. They take four of five. 36 and 32 on the season. Four games over 500. That is damn respectable considering where we were at. They are making hay in the wild card chase. Two and a half back there. Eight back of the Mets in the division. No complaints right now. You know, obviously there are things to complain about. We'll talk about the loss yesterday. There are things to clean up moving forward but the Phillies have been playing good baseball you know they're 15 and three in June it's hard to get upset when your team is 15 and three in the month of June and they've and they've really put life back in this season you know it was a season that obviously you know prior to firing Girardi and Really, during that whole time, really felt like a, a season that was coming off the rails, a season that was lost or about to be lost. And just in time, they fired Joe Girardi. Teams 15 and 3 in June, 14 and 3 with Rob Top, Topper Thompson in charge. Topper, a 14 and 3 record so far as manager is truly astounding. Really, really unbelievable. Because again, the Phillies have looked like a completely different team. Since the move, and uh, they've saved the season. They're right back in it. You know, two and a half in the wild card chase is very real. We got lots of games with the Braves coming up. Finally got to play the Nationals. Four of five is absolutely acceptable. You'll take it. Four of five will will get you there. If you continue to do that, the Phillies have won a bunch of series in a row. Five straight series in a row, I believe. They've been playing much, 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 much better baseball. A nine-game winning streak, a five-game winning streak, this is good stuff. This is good stuff. A much needed off day today. Big time, especially after the game yesterday where it felt like every pitcher on the roster pitched um, at some point over the last few days. So uh, so very much needed. Then they will head to Texas. So two in Texas. A chance to get a little payback as the Rangers came to town. We all remember in the doldrums of the... You know, Last few weeks of the Joe Girardi era, the Rangers came to town and swept the two-game series against the Phillies. Rangers are bad. The Phillies should be able to to get some payback down in Texas, and then they go to San Diego for an important four-game series. The Padres have played outstanding baseball this season, one of the best teams in the National League. That is a, uh, a big matchup for the Phillies. Manny Machado hurt over the weekend. He will not play in those games, so that is obviously a, a positive. You don't want to see anyone get hurt. Machado's been awesome, though one of the best players in baseball this year. So, you know that is an advantage for the Phillies. We'll look into to that game in a minute. First, let's let's look back to the weekend that was. Uh, you know, a four game weekend. You rarely get the the four and three days there. The obviously five and four days. They win that one on Thursday night, ten to one going away, an easy victory is. Really, just handling business against a national team that, as we saw a weekend, even though they did win a game and, and look, push two games to extras, pushed it to the brink. You know, it wasn't like that 10 1 game was a symbol for what the weekend was. They didn't just walk all over the Nats. The Nats did fight back, but the Nats are a bad, bad baseball team. And the Phillies were able to take advantage of the course of the weekends. So they went 10 1 on Thursday, a nice. Easy victory after the Cesar Hernandez-Olay error. The game just falls apart for the Nationals and falls the right way for the Phillies as they dominate that one. 10-1 back at it on Friday. A day-night doubleheader. one First game. Phillies get into it. And, you know, it was one of those games where, um, you know, the Nats kind of hung around, but at no point did it really feel like the Phillies were going to win. The Phillies got up early. They get up in the first inning. Nick. Castellanos an RBI double. A nice weekend for Casty as he's starting to get going a little bit as he goes two for four in this one with a run scored and two RBI. Nice game for Harper in this one as well. Harper a three hit game. This would be the last game that Harper would start over the weekend. He would pinch hit in the next game and then get yesterday's game off um, with a uh, a blister um, in his hand. Um, so he pinch hit the next one. they get the next two days off. With a blister in his hand, uh, hopefully that doesn't linger. Uh, obviously, you want to be really careful with those because when they do burst or or whatever, it can become a much more annoying injury. So hopefully not too much of an issue for Harper. But Harper was awesome in the last game. He started there, three for four on the day, scoring a couple runs. Philly scored two in the first and the Cassianos double. Then they score a couple more in the third and RBI ground out by O'Double. Alec Bellen double makes it four nothing, and then the Phillies kind of just hang on um, at a run. Uh, the Nats score in the third, 4-1, the uh, Phillies at a run the six. Then Josh Bell, who would prove to be quite the nuisance all weekend, hits a bomb to make it 5-3, but then the bullpen holds on, and a, a nice job in the Phillies' bullpen. Ranger, decent but not great, uh, goes 5-2, and two-thirds, 6 hits, 3 runs, 3 walks, 5 strikeouts, so not good. But not a disastrous outing from Ranger, but wasn't very good. But got the job done. Does get the win. Then the bullpen was great. Brogdon an inning in a third. Sir Anthony a clean inning. Brad Hand a not not necessarily clean inning. Give up a couple hits, but gets out of it to get the save. And the Phillies win it five to three. A nice win. A needed win in game one of the series. And so now at this point, they have taken the first two games of the series. We head to the night one on Friday night, and this. Was a wild one. It really was, with a lot of wild back and forth. A big pinch hit from Bryce Harper. A lot of stuff. So let's dive in. This was a really, really fun game. Back to back extra inning games for the Phillies. They would win this one and the one on Saturday in extras before, obviously, Sunday's um, you know, Nationals beat down so to speak. Just handling business. Um, Phillies go down early in this one. Josh Bell again, one nothing. But then they get right back in it. In the third, Matt Veerling, Matty V, a big, big, big game for Matty V. We'll get back to Matty V, but homers make it 1-1. Uh, Phillies would score on an error, just a horrible, horrible defensive play by the Nationals all weekend. They get an error, then an RBI ground out. It's 3-1 to in the third inning, but then Josh Bell, again in the fourth, goes yard, 3-3 his second homer of the game. And then in the, in the sixth, uh, kind of fell apart for the Phils, Bailey Falter out of it after the fifth. Uh, Falter goes five innings, three runs, uh, five hits, four strikeouts, one walk. Um, you know, fine. Started a little slow, but able to kind of settle in. Not a great outing from Falter, but he gave you five there. Nook Nelson comes in the sixth and gives up a couple runs, um, making it a five to three ball game in the sixth. The Nationals ahead. The rest of the bullpen would, would do a nice job until The end, it gets a little scary, but, you know, you do get clean innings from Knable, who looked awesome, and now he would look worse on Sunday. But, you know, low-leverage spot down two runs looked really good. Familiar, scary as hell, but gets out of it. Bilotti's scary, but gets out of it, gives up a run unearned, and then Alvarado uh, late gives up a run. Um, But it was enough as we go through it. So the Phillies are down 5-3, to heading into the eighth inning in a wild sequence here as uh, Bryce Harper... Comes in to pinch hit in the top of the eighth inning with runners on, two runners on base for Harper, as Harper would uh, would come to the plate and pinch hitting and uh, going up against Brandon Finnegan, and the pitches, um, you know, he walks him. Let's, there's no if, ands or buts about it. You know, throws a fourth ball that is, you know, a foot. Above the strikes, so or maybe not. I was seeing a four inches above the strikes, but clearly a ball. Clearly a ball. Should have walked the bases loaded. Instead, the ump calls it a strike. And it's like, all right, you know, that was ridiculous. Whatever. Because it works out. Because the very next pitch, Finnegan just leaves right over the plate and Harper rips it into right center field for a double. It scores two runs. It really was one of those wild, if, you know, one way or the other type of moments where it really could have been something other than it was, but luckily Harper gets the extra shot and takes advantage, rips a double. It's five to five. We head to the ninth inning and Matty V again. Matt Veerling is second homer of the game. Six five. Phillies, what a game for Matt Veerling, at clutch homer here. He has had a couple clutch homers, hasn't he? Um so it's six five and in the ninth uh and Andrew Bilotti in for the save. Who could have thought this wouldn't work out? Then Alvarado comes in. Who could have thought it wouldn't work out? But they do score on an error. So, you know, it's hard to blame the pitchers too much. But um, the Nationals tie it up on a error by Didi. Uh, bad throw to first. Hoskins probably should have come off the bag, too. Didn't regardless. Bad throw, bad play, bad everything. They tie the game. Phillies just get out of the inning after that. And it's 6 6 heading in the 10th. And all of a sudden, you know, it really was brutal. It felt like the game was over. The Phillies should have won the game. And now we're going to extras. And it was like, come on, man. Really? This is what's happening here. But then we get to the 10th. And uh, Phillies load the bases up. JT Romuto, believe it or not, miracle of miracles. JT Romuto like squeaks a single through the middle, scores one easily, scores a second. Less easily as Hoskins coming around and out at the plate by a mile, but interference! What a call! As the run counts, Dave Martinez gets tossed from the game. There is a long, extended argument between Martinez. The ums uh, uh, Martinez leaves the field, comes back out screaming and yelling, and and um. After the game, we found out. Shout out to Dusty Wathen, because Dusty Wathan apparently is a rules savant, and uh, and knew that in that situation, the way the defense was lined up and the way the, the it was playing out, that um, when Hoskins had gotten in touch, that they would call obstruction and that, that he sent him home knowing he was going to get thrown out most likely, but knowing that the run would count because of the obstruction call. And if that is true, man, whew, shout out to Dusty. That's high-level stuff, man. That's what you want from your third base coach. Seriously, that's like affecting the game as a third-base coach. Awesome stuff. The run ends up counting despite the argument a wild sequence of events, and that run mattered because the Phillies take an 8-6 lead. That run mattered because Alvarado gives up one but able to shut it down. An 8-7 thriller for the Phillies on Friday night. As again, for the first time since 2012, the Phillies swept a doubleheader, a nine-inning doubleheader. Astounding. It really is astounding, I and mean, that is a long, long, long time to go. Saturday game, another extras. We, we, we get another barn burner. This one a much different We get an 8-7 barn burner the night before this, a 2-1 barn burner that did take forever. It was a slow 2-1 game, um, but a, a real, real intense back and forth, and it was a shutout for a while. Uh, Aaron Nola just... Brilliant, brilliant. Yet again, Nola has been just amazing. The ERA is down to 311. He goes eight shutout, four hits, one walk, no runs, eight strikeouts. My man threw eight shutout innings. Aaron Nola was brilliant. He's back. He's just back. I mean, he looks awesome. I Look, September looms, right, with Aaron Nola always. Until that dude gets through September and is effective and all that stuff and doesn't fall apart, we will wait for that. But right now, dude's back, man. I trust him. I trust Aaron Nola to go out and be awesome. I do. I trust him. It's been a long time since I trusted Aaron Nola each start, and I do. He has been that good. He has been that dominant. And it, and it passes the eye test. It's not just the numbers. You watch him and it just jumps off the page. Again, a brilliant eight shutout inning outing. Of course he doesn't get the win. Um, but really was brilliant. It's 0-0 zero, zero in the seventh. Gyro Munoz, who had a couple homers over the weekend. Uh, hits his second of his career here. A big one. A one nothing Phillies Lee, We're feeling good. We're heading to the ninth. Brad, hand on for the save. I don't know why it was handed. Sir Anthony would... And I'm getting the save in the tenth. Um, probably should have gone to him there, but he went to ha- hand because the lefties coming up ultimately ends up failing. One-one, we go to the tenth, and uh, thank heavens for Reese Hoskins. Reese Hoskins, who is out of the lineup this game, pinch hits in the tenth comes in, boom, RBI single scores a run. The Phillies two-one lead. They should add more, unable to get it done. But then Sir Anthony came in and was awesome. Awesome. Shut it down. Save. Clean inning. Boom. Two one victory. Phillies win back to back. Extra inning games. And you win back to back games where um it felt like they were gonna win in regulation, you know, in normal nine innings and then and then blew it late and then came back to win, which is awesome to see, you know, because they both felt like, oh my God, I can't believe we're actually going to extra innings now games and not, uh, you know, fun extra innings games. And they won both. They won both. They handle business and, you know, real credit to the team. Nola, again, was just brilliant. You know, with Nolan Wheeler, the way they're pitching right now, I really do feel like, you know, you have an elite top end of the rotation, which really can compete with anyone the way they're pitching right now. Sunday's game, a throwaway. Um, again, it's really hard to win five straight, and they were in it for a while, but, um, just hard to win five straight, and they weren't really in it. I mean, they were down four nothing early. Then it was four two. Then it was six two. Then it was six three, and it just you know never really in it. They end up losing nine three, unable to get anything going. Eflin, the real story of this one. Eflin leaves after two innings, gives up four runs uh, with you know the injury issue coming in the knee thing, um, left because of that. You know that and and ineffectiveness, but but as a result of that, uh, the Phillies are saying they are not concerned about it, which is you know great to hear unsure if he'll make his next start. You know, I think it's definitely something to be concerned about, to keep an eye on. Um, but, you know, um, we'll see. Eflin always seems to have these little things where I'll miss a start or two or the heavy body or all that, and then he usually comes back okay, so I'm, I'm not going to freak out or anything. But you know, it is a concern, especially with Ranger not pitching great. You, know, you really would like to have Eflin, and, and you know, we've seen – a couple times this season, that version of Eflin where he's absolutely dominant out there, and, and that guy makes such a difference for this team. So um, that is going to be an important thing to keep an eye out for and our eye on to see when Eflin gets back and how he's looking when he gets back and all that. But um, definitely something to watch. Obviously, the, the other thing, the Harper blister, he didn't play Saturday or Sunday, um, you know, a little concerning. Um, but again, I'd be more concerned if it were elbow related. Um, but the blisters, you, you never want to, those can, you know, linger and, and be very painful and whatnot. So, um, we'll see how it goes. Uh, hopefully he's back in the lap tomorrow and it's no biggie. A nice off day today. Needed. And we'll track the Eflin thing. Just a rough day all around. Eflin only those two innings, forcing the bullpen to go a lot and and everyone gave up runs. You know, Pilati gave up runs. Knable gave up runs. Nelson gave up runs. Michael Kelly, the only one to pitch a clean inning, and that's when the game was, was over anyway. So, um, you know, just uh, almost like a schedule loss. Not really, you know, but that idea that you hear, you know, they talk about in the NBA all the time, the, the schedule losses. Um, that was one of those. It's just hard to win five in a row in four days against the same team, Like it's, especially in their ballpark. It's tough to do, but ultimately four of five no complaints. Seriously, I got no complaints with four or five. A awesome, awesome weekend of baseball. Um, in the middle of an awesome June, 15 and three in the month of June, they have completely leapfrogged themselves back into the playoff race. As again, it really did feel like you know, things were, were untenable. I mean, the Mets have continued to win. The Mets are 44 and 24. I mean, the Mets have the second best record in baseball handily. You know, the Dodgers and the Padres are the only other teams uh, in the National League with forty wins, forty-one and forty. For those teams, and the the Astros are at forty-one, so no other team other than the Yankees is within three wins of the Mets. Um, just from win law win perspective, um, and yet the Phillies have gained ground. You know they were twelve and a half back on them, now they're eight back on them. So you know that is something to be positive about as the Phillies um really have again you know saved the season with this run this stretch of baseball you know especially heading into July if we were in the same spot if they had waited to fire Girardi and you know they get this bump later you know if you're you know that far back in July it's a lot harder it, it just makes makes a difference um so you know they made the move and they had to and it's paying off the Phillies two and a half back in the wild card the wild card standings in the National League shake out like this the um Padres and the Dodgers are basically uh, tied with the same record. The the Dodgers a half game better. So the Padres in that first wild card spot, Phillies playing them this week. Let's remember they are forty one and twenty seven. Uh, they are five games up on the Phillies. They're two and a half games up on the second wild card spot, which is a tie right now between the Giants and the Braves. The Giants thirty seven and twenty eight. The Braves thirty eight and twenty nine. Um, right behind them, a half game behind them are the Cardinals and the Brewers tied at thirty eight and thirty. So. Tied for the division lead, tied in the wild card there. And then the Phillies are right behind them. Uh, two and a half games out of the Braves and the Giants for that wild card spot. They're two games back of the Cardinals and the Brewers. Cardinals on the schedule coming up later this month, or next month, you know, coming up soon. Um, so they got some games, some important games coming up. And, you know, it really is playing out where it's uh, eight teams for six teams. Uh, excuse me, eight teams for six spots. You know, right now the Mets... Um, the Dodgers are in front, you know, in first place in divisions with the Padres right there. And then those two in the central, the Cardinals and Brewers. And then it's the Giants, the Braves and the Phillies. Those are the eight teams, you know, unless something crazy happens and the team goes on some miracle run or whatever, those eight teams are going to be battling it out for six playoff spots. And that's what it's going to come down to. And right now the Phillies are on the the wrong end of that. And the schedule helps. It gets easier, which will really help. Um, but they got to win games. It's going to be tough. And, you know, it is going to be one of those years we always say, oh, you know, 84, 85 wins, you squeak into the playoffs, especially through wild cards. I don't know. Um, I don't know. Right now, it's looking more like 88, 90 is the pace that we're kind of setting here, 87, 88 at, at least. So, um, you know, it's not going to be an easier to squeak in. It's going to, the fellas are going to have to continue to win baseball games and play better baseball and win some big ones because this is definitely a, um, It's going to be a tight year. You know, all these teams are bunched together, and all these teams are playing good baseball. You know, when the Phillies are 36 and 32, four games under, and they are last of those eight teams, that tells you how good everyone's doing. You know I mean? Like, you know, it's not one of those, oh, wow, look, the Phillies are two games under, and they're only four games out of the playoffs or two games out of the playoffs. It ain't like that. You know, it's, you got to win this year. And, you know, that's cool. I respect it, obviously. You know, I just want the Phillies to make the playoffs, so whatever it takes. Um... But it is a uh, it is a bit more of a, a crowded field, so to speak, and a field that you know it seems like is going to take a uh, a higher win total than than maybe we potentially expected coming in the season. So it's going to be fascinating to see how that all shakes out, and hopefully the Phillies can keep winning games because ultimately that's what it comes down to. Much needed off day today after um, you know uh, eight game week of baseball. Last off day was uh, two Mondays ago. So, you know, you're going 13 straight days essentially of playing baseball, including the doubleheader in there. That is a grind. Luckily, they're off today and next Monday. So, two straight Monday off days, uh, which is important for this team. They'll need, especially after a, a West Coast ish trip, just a quick jaunt out West. As they go to Texas for two, then four in San Diego over the weekend before coming back off day Monday and then. A really important home stretch of games with three against Atlanta and three against uh, St. Louis. Washington, in there, and then they go to St. Louis. So there's some some really important games. St. Louis, one of those teams, are fighting with wild Card slash they're fighting for their own division. But this is how it shakes out. So this uh, off day today is super, super needed. Then they go to Texas for two. It's an 805er. Tomorrow night, and then a four o five er on Wednesday. So nice afternoon one on Wednesday. Then the weekend: Thursday night nine forty in San Diego, Friday night nine forty in San Diego. Then Saturday a ten ten game in San Diego, a late late Saturday night game, and then Sunday a four ten afternoon affair. Again off day next Monday. Then they come home for three against the Braves and three against St Louis next weekend. Um, so you know, a nice stretch of baseball coming up. Then they get three more against Washington at home. Then they go to St. Louis for four, to Toronto for two, and three in Miami before the All Star break. So, a lot of winnable games. Some some important ones against St. Louis in there, but it's a big week. You know, two in Texas, you got to take those two because then you go to San Diego. So, um, you got to take those two in Texas. Then you know, even a split in San Diego, you're okay with, and and maybe you make three or four. Look, the Phillies have done a good job on the West Coast this season so far. So we'll see. what what happens. We'll be back tomorrow. We'll talk more about it. Gibson versus Martin Perez has been great for Texas tomorrow. And then Wheeler against John Gray on Thursday. So we'll dive into those games, the matchups, everything moving forward a lot more. Tomorrow is the Phillies making a push. Making a push. we got a season as the summer begins and, uh, and they need to keep winning games. It's important. So let's hope the hot June continues tomorrow. Either way, we'll be back to preview it and talk about it until then. Thank you for listening to another edition of Phillies Today right here